Hello and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica and I'm your host. My name is Cassandra and I'm your other host. Hi, Erica. Hi, how's it going? Oh, good. I had a weird, had a weird bathroom experience last night that is still stuck with me. Okay, let's talk about it. I was at a restaurant. Um that I, I I won't name, I guess. I could. I don't know. Fine. I'll do it. El Compadre in Hollywood on Sunset across from Gr- Guitar Center. Best salsa in LA. Is it? Yes, 100%. To my liking, it is okay. the best salsa in LA. Mm-hmm. To your liking, fine. Mm-hmm. I think I might have ordered the wrong thing. I'm not going to lie to you. Anyways, whatever. We don't have to get into that. So they have a bathroom that's like bad, in my opinion. Like it's very tight and small and the it's two stalls and like you can't even like like the doors like hit the sinks when you mm. open them like it's t- it's a small bathroom and so these like stalls are like these flimsy wooden doors and you can't really tell if someone's in the bathroom and so i went to use the bathroom and tried one of the wood flimsy doors and it wouldn't budge. So I'm like, someone is in that stall. No problem. So I said, sorry, like, sorry for rattling your door. Just whatever. Like just being a person. <laughs> and I, went, I went to the other one and it opened. And sure enough, there was someone using the restroom there with their phone in their hand and like gave me a, the dirtiest look. And I was like, Oop, sorry. And just like, Literally, if looks could kill, I would be murdered. And she just closed the door. And I'm like, so then I'm left standing there after rattling both doors, saying sorry (laughs) and being like, stare like so rudely. I honestly was like, should I leave? Like, I have to go to the bathroom, but like, I might just go back to the table, but I'm wearing a very distinct dress. Like they'll, they'll know it was me. And so I just waited it out. But like. And obviously, like, the first person who I didn't have a bad interaction with, like, I think the one who was so rude to me stayed in her stall the entire time, which, thank God, I had to get out of there. But, like, I don't know why I felt like I deserved an apology. Yeah. It's just a little, you're just a little bathroom cat burglar just seeing what doors open. (laughs) But, yeah, they were rude to you. Well, hello, like, lock it. Yes, 100%. That's what I'm saying is, like, you didn't lock the door so that's fine i said sorry just be you should say like oh sorry to me as well or like that's okay oops i forgot to lock it like something but instead you have your phone in your hand and you like hit me with a laser beam rude fucking stare i'm like bitch you didn't close the door Fuck you. How the fuck am I supposed to know you're in there? Look at this place. Anyways, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> this is fucking awful. And I mean, I got I got into a stall and sure enough, two girls walked in and rattled my door. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sorry, someone's in here. And they're like, oh, oops. <laughs> like, this is a small bathroom. And I'm like, yeah, I know, right? And I'm like, thinking in my head, I'm like, good. The woman in the other stall can hear how this interaction should have went. Right. Exactly. This is how social interaction should go. Leading by example. It's an inconvenient bathroom. We're all share. Like we share a common enemy here. Don't be a bitch to me because you didn't fucking lock the flimsy wooden door. 
so you can sit on the toilet. <laughs> I don't know. Architecture is the enemy here, not me. Yeah, I don't know. It was just a weird experience. And I I've, I really considered just going back to the table, but I was like, we're not done. Like, because uh, we're with a group of people. If it was just me and my fiance, I would have been like, we need to leave, leave. Get the check. <laughs> I'll wait in the car. Anyways, whatever. I'm fine. I, I just had a, a weird bathroom experience. I, uh, I started having like uh shooting pains in my abdominal and i i was drinking my morning drink my monster energy drink and i was telling your partner i was like oh like oh my god it hurts to walk and i i was like it's it's shooting pains and like i don't know what it is and i was like could it be my appendix like what like i'm going through like a checklist of things it could be but i was like this is bad we have like a an event today i have an event tomorrow I can't go to the hospital. You know, I'm, I'm doing like the, the mental math of like, well, if they, they remove my appendix by noon, do you think I could still make it to a wedding by, by seven? You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do the math in my head, you know, and uh, the answer is no, that's, that's not how that major surgery works. But, uh, and, and so I'm drinking my monster and <laughs> Winston's like, step one is put the goddamn monster down. <laughs> okay rude rude and I was like uh, and he's like caffeine is not going to help you right now and I was like <laughs> okay okay you're you're right you're right um okay yeah uh so I'm I'm just like it's just shooting and it's coming in waves and I just don't know what's happening and I'll be fine I'm gonna power through and do the podcast he's like don't be a hero if it hurts we'll go to urgent care and so I sat down to record the podcast with you. And I was like, if, you know, if I have to stop the podcast, I hope this isn't like a, like, this is my last recorded words are <laughs> me talking about how trash I am. And then it's like, well, these are, these are the memories we have of Erica. <laughs> it turns out I just had to poop and, um, that was the shooting abdominal pains. And I, um, didn't, didn't realize it. Yeah. It's so funny to me also that like you told me a story before we started and you said, oh, I saw this because I was up at 2 a.m. because I don't sleep anymore. But like you're starting your mornings every morning with like a monster. Yeah, they could be could be correlated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's fun is that I know two people who are also, I think, going to the same wedding as you. And those same two people are also going to the event that you're going to on Sunday. Ooh, and so we can talk about the the, the wedding and, be, uh -huh. and give it a grade. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that'd that. be cool for you and those other two people. What a, what a foursome it'll be. Ooh, that is fun. Yeah, right? <laughs> Unless um, it's just a crazy coincidence. <laughs> But like how could it be because like how, how could it be your partner knows one of these two people okay okay we'll we'll discuss this offline i've created a puzzle for you <laughs> and why are you trash this you know as we're talking about just bathroom stuff and bathroom stuff and bathroom stuff as we all know because i can't stop talking about it um <laughs> i'm not on instagram right now um, I've changed my Instagram 
like uh, bio to something along the lines of I'm not mad at you. I'm just taking a break, which is like as if I'm still just better than everyone. So I'm not, I haven't been cured of Instagram. So what do I do when I'm in public bathrooms now? But I watch TikToks now. In public bathrooms like i'm at home volume sound low. sound on very low and like only if i'm in the bathroom by myself like if i'm in a single stall or like yeah like an individual bathroom like mm-hmm. i don't sit there for a long time i'm not a fucking dick like if there's a line or something but like you know like sometimes i'm i can't get up i've got something going on so yeah, I'll just like throw in a TikTok. And I'm, I had the thought of this the other day and I'm just like, I don't live here. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, I don't need to see these people being like, come follow our journey on our old house renovation. Do, 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 do. I'm just like in the bathroom at a fucking bar. Like, no, no, I need to, I need to adjust. Maybe I, I honestly might like download instagram again and just create a only in public bathroom rule uh, a finsta for <laughs> public bathrooms yeah why are you trash well the girlies are fighting your boobs no me and my therapist oh shit i don't know why i thought you were talking about your boobs yeah because if i feel like if i thought of girlies fighting i would think that my boobs were fighting <laughs> so uh so we have a, a pol- you have to you have to cancel two days out uh-huh or it's a late cancellation fee so i logged on to my session i logged on which is the policy you have to do that right mm-hmm. and i i just said hey like still not feeling great you know let's keep it keep it you know five minutes today under five you know very, very short brief session and we'll, we'll go ahead and cancel okay so you know we did a very you know brief like how you doing not well great bye got billed for a canceled session that's why i just write briefly like oh i'm sorry this must have been an error on your part it seems that i was billed for a canceled session and she was like well it was a we didn't get to do a uh you know a, a session and i was like Yes, but I the I logged on to the session so you can bill me for a an appointment and my copay is ten dollars. I'm not paying the hundred something dollars for a late or for a canceled session. And she's like, "Well, but we didn't get to do like a full ch- like a like I didn't get to administer psychotherapy basically." And I was like, Ugh. "Yes, but the 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 written policy is that I was there at the appointment." If I had just turned the laptop on and sat there in silence for 50 minutes, you could have still billed my insurance. So it's the equivalent. I was there at the appointment and then cut it short myself. And, and the girlies are fighting. And so <clears throat> is she like the fucking insurance police? Yeah, I was like, bill the insurance. Like it doesn't matter. Like we I checked in. I said I'm not doing well. Your job's intact. Like you still got paid for the full session anyway. So I, I, I and she was like, well, I, you know, I said, you know, I, I said I would still charge you. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's the copay, you know? So anyway, so now I'm fighting 
tooth and nail to get this charge rebooked. And I was like, well, I would hate for this to impact our future sessions together. Oh my God. You finally found your out. I know. I know. I might get to get a new therapist or cancel on her because of a money issue. And I found my backbone. If it comes to money. Wow. I can be confrontational if it comes to money. (laughs) She has helped me (laughs) in the long run. (laughs) This is her long con. This she has been beneficial. (laughs) I'm happy for you because I have been telling you for a long time that it is my unprofessional opinion that you need a new therapist. Yeah. So this is really great. Yeah, I know. It's like the best thing that's ever happened to me. That's no, no, (laughs) I no. Yeah. 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 So the, the girlies are, uh, a a politely fighting through the, the therapy portal. Wow. Oh, I'm so sorry. There must've been a misunderstanding. Yeah. Thank you so much for correcting that. You know, it's, it's very, passive on my end like passive you know it's like if, if she had to pull up the communication chart and be like what is assertive what is passive and what is passive aggressive I I feel like I'm being assertive but she might think it's passive aggressive so we should talk about that in a session but uh like how do you not talk about it in the next session like obvious this is it this is a deal like it's over yeah yeah this is like gonna hang over the head you know this is this is the yeah this the is the elephant in the zoom <laughs> thank you thank you thank that's that's pretty good before we get into our stories this week oh wow we have a, a as the journalists that we are we have a correction mm-hmm. and it turns out from snopes.com that the uh, our dumpster fire of the week, the Indiana egg farmer who had a chicken in their rectum was a reprinting of a WNDR and it's a, and it's a fictional article and it was republished by the new Jersey And it was presented as a genuine news article and it was picked up by several other websites from the new Jersey where it was presented as a genuine news article the image is has been circulated for many fake news stories and is actually a gentleman who weighs like 800 pounds that had a heart attack and is a photo taken in like 2013 and has been recirculated for many fake news stories for years and years so this was a case of truly fake news. Wow. You know what? I don't feel like I should apologize. No, we 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 were had. They had us. What can they got do? us. Yeah. I don't know what kind of satire this is and what kind of person wrote this is like a fake news article and thought that's funny. Yeah, it's like it's like the Babylon Bee, the like right wing onion. Have you ever read any Babylon Bee news articles? Definitely not. Oh my god. Yeah, the Babylon Bee is like tries to be the onion, but they're like the right wing. And so they're like not 
funny you know <laughs> i like <laughs> i like uh any type of right-wing comedy in the way that it's presented of just like the whole shtick is like so sarcastic and like can you believe how stupid everyone is <laughs> like okay yeah it's like if you did satire well it would be good but it, it's just not done right you know well, it's hard to do satire on top of satire mm-hmm. anyways anyway let's get into our first story okay you know what you know what i've always said what the rent is too damn high <laughs> yeah you campaigned on that I did unsuccessfully, but I campaigned on <laughs> Our first story comes from us from au.news.yahoo.com. A man who moved into his work cubicle after claiming he couldn't afford rent has gone viral on TikTok. So this man in Seattle, as a form of protest, after his employer allegedly refused to give him a raise, decided to move into one of the empty office buildings that the company had because of COVID. And so he filled his office drawers and shelves with his belongings, including clothes, toiletries, and slept in a sleeping bag under his desk. You know, it's uh, the perfect crime if you don't fucking post it online. Don't post it on social media. Like he, he, he was only there for, cause it went viral immediately, of course. And so he was only there for four days before he got kicked out. And then he just lost his fucking job for doing mm. it. And they made him remove everything. So it's like, what's, what's your goal here? Is your goal to really like, I mean, stick it to your employer, live at their building for free because they won't give you a raise. You could have done that for a really long time. And when, whenever you did get caught, you would have been picked up like take some video evidence do whatever you fucking want but like you know you blew your load too early so if, so to speak he he thought his stay at his office would last indefinitely but he again he documented it on social media like nothing on social media is done in a vacuum like it's honestly it's like it's like you're cheating on your partner and you're like oh i could do this forever but then you're posting pictures of you and the other person on social media, basically. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So in, in one clip, he said that he'd been fired from his company. However, he told the New York Post that he chose to leave the company. So it's unclear. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I like this form of protest. I think that, you know, like it would piss me off, too, if I worked at a company that wouldn't give me a raise but that also i know for a fact pays rent uh on a building that's abandoned which mm-hmm. granted i mean you know like they might be in a con a lease and they can't get out of it yada, yada yada the point is is that it's like oh but you can afford to pay rent there you know when we're not even using it but you can't afford to pay me more all right well then i'll just go and use it like i like that form of protest it makes sense to me, but don't post the shit online. He could have gotten away with it for months, probably, if he oh, had not yeah. posted it about it on the, the media. Yeah. But you just couldn't, I don't know. This is this is this is why I'm off Instagram. Brave. She's so brave. Yeah. Once again for the people in the back. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I hate that shit. <laughs> 
Oh my God. We have another uh, social media based story from the dailydot.com. TikToker claims gas station worker took air out of her tires after she parked without buying gas. So a TikToker has gone viral after alleging that a Queens based gas station attendant took the air out of her tires, causing them to become damaged as she drove away. So she parked to pee. And then came back out, drove away. Her tires were fucked up. And then she was like, thought to go back. Yeah. This is what like blows my mind is like a lot of times, like I go in and then I might come for the gas portion. So like this attendant just went, went rogue. Yeah. Like you don't know that she was going to not buy gas. Yeah. And so the attendant yells at her, why did you park here? And she said, I had to pee. And then he admitted on camera, basically, that he took the air out of her tires because he was hoping that she would then need to buy air. But For $20. Uh, and so, and then they're like, this is especially painful for this woman because she's an Uber driver. And so she can't make money while her car is being repaired. So, okay. First of all, I'm just going to say it. I think this is staged. What? I don't, I don't trust shit anymore. I like so much shit gets staged now. This is so unbelievable. I think it was staged. Wow. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm, but we can keep talking about it as if it's real. I just want to put it out there. I don't think this is real. You, uh, that is all right. I'll hear you out. I'm a controversial figure, Erica. If you can't handle the heat, then stay away from the smoke, you know? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't take the the kitchen fire. So I got to. The way we both just butchered that. Yeah. (laughs) I can't take the kitchen fire. (laughs) No, my God. So she she called the police because, you know, people on the TikTok said, get a lawyer and follow a police report ASAP. Mm-hmm. Um, and her police basically said, file a complaint about the gas station with the Better Business Bureau. And the cop claims that what the gas station attendant had done was essentially a prank. Yeah. So he was like, oh, he's pulling a prank on you. Like, no big deal. And then obviously the comments went fucking crazy, which even still makes me feel like it's a, this is stage, dog. Mm-mm. Mm. Yeah. Hey, man, if you want to believe it, you believe it. But like people getting all fucking crazy about like, what was in the comments? And what happened is that he, you know, should go to jail with attempted murder because, you know, he took the air out of your tires and that could have hurt someone and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I just, I feel like (laughs) when there's too much rage, somewhere i'm like "Mm, this feels fake i'm sorry the tiktoker did not immediately respond to the daily dots request for comment via tiktok comment neither did the nypd they did not respect respond to the daily dots request for comment via email (laughs) sorry and the gas station attendant was did not respond via a 7-eleven cop being thrown through his window <laughs> that's funny erica thank you <laughs> you know what's not a fucking joke what 
loneliness. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's not. I, I just, you know, I, I just had the COVID and did the isolation. Uh, it was tough. Yeah. So, you know, people will go to extreme lengths to not be lonely. So according to standard.co, a bachelor puts huge ads of himself at a tube station. That's subway in American in search for a wife. He says best Indian you'll take away. That's, that's a good tagline. That's a good tagline. Yeah. Cause he's, yeah. he's, he's Indian. Yeah. yeah. Find, find Jeevan a wife. Jeevan Bachu spends 2000 euro on these advertisements at the oxford circus i love that the uk calls all their little like ad areas circuses yeah no uh, oxford circus oxford circus is a, a tube stop okay i love that they have so many places that are called a circus then mm-hmm. i just i was just on the tube and i remember passing oxford circus I was waiting for it. I was like, <laughs> like, I would even suggest that you don't edit out the amount of silence that went on before you said that, because I fucking knew that you needed to say something about how you just went <laughs> to London. Uh, have you, have you heard of it? Uh, I, I don't know if, you, um, if I've mentioned it, but I was, I just happened to, I was just in London. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Oh my God. Um, uh, the 31-year-old bachelor works in marketing and he said the ad, he claims that the cheeky tagline, however, initially got him into hot water with the TFL. They allege, which is like a government regulatory agency, as they allegedly told him it broke the rules against advertising junk food. He told the standard, it was bizarre really, but they finally came to their senses and realized it was... It had nothing to do with takeaways. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to eat them, you know what I'm saying? So he's done speed dating. He's done Tinder. He's done all kinds of shit. He tried other things first. And then finally, he's just said, fuck it and put some ads up. I went to his website. It's actually really sweet. Like he does a little video about himself, you know, and what he's looking for and who he is and he, you know, he's got like a form that you can fill out if you're interested in him. And I don't know. It's, I mean, like it's unconventional and I do wonder, you know, what's wrong with him, but at the same time, like I, maybe he's just like sweet. Maybe this is really nice. Yeah. I, I kinda, I kinda like it. Like, yeah. Like uh, there've been other, you know, people that have done similar uh, campaigns like launching billboards and, you know things like that but people have handed out their stevies outside of tube stations (laughs) i mean it's like he works in advertising i think that that's what makes this feel a little bit more genuine is kind of like if this was just like some eccentric billionaire or whatever i would be like you're this is weird this is creepy but like he works in marketing we've all had like bad date after bad date after bad date after bad date and thought this doesn't work, you know? So like you, you do what, you know, and I think it's sweet. If like an eccentric billionaire put up a website to find a wife, I would think he just wants to all the candidates to go to an Island to be like hunted. Uh (laughs) And then like Uh the 
yeah, most dangerous game style. And like the last one standing is like, you can be my wife. And it's like, I watched all of my friends get murdered. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you say, just don't get fat. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm trauma bonded to him because I, (laughs) I didn't get speared (laughs) on the island. Hey, you know, that's, uh. That's not a bad way to really manipulate. Anyways, he's gotten around 50 responses. And um, if he doesn't find anyone from this round of ads, he's considering placing ads at King's Cross and another station. That's also nice, too. You're only getting people who are in the area. Like, yeah, I wouldn't put an ad for myself over on the west side. I don't want to fucking go there. No, no. Too far. No, east siders only. Valley for me, baby. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, yeah, I like the east side. I'd put an ad up in the east side too. Yeah, I don't think I like the the candidates in the east side though. Oh, I've, I've been there. I've been one of them. You know. Yeah, you've cha- you've changed. I know. Hey, Valley till I die, baby. <laughs> oh my god, <sighs> that's uh, I I feel like you you grow up and you move to the valley. I've always lived here, though. That's what people don't understand. Yeah. Like, I, I, we don't have to get into my valley cred. It really doesn't matter. All I'm saying is like 818. You and Kendall Jenner, 818 till you die. Yep. Me and her. Isn't that her or tequila? <laughs> it's like tequila 818. I'm like, is where she lives 818 technically? I think so. Not the 818 I live in, but you know. You and Kendall Jenner, <laughs> my Valley representatives. When I think of the Valley, well, you know, some people say we're twins. I've se- I see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm prettier though. Anyways, on to our next story uh, from the DailyPost.co.uk. A doctor on TikTok says you should never use disgusting public bathroom hand dryer. He claims the devices are a haven for spreading bacteria. Yeah. And? So yeah, he says uh, the key takeaway is to wash your hands thoroughly, even after every visit. Well, yeah. Government officials have also placed extra stress on washing hands and drying during the pandemic. He saw on TikTok a clip of a woman putting her hair into the Airblade hand dryer to mimic the current trend of like the, you know, Dyson hair wrap. And yeah, he in the comments, he just said i hate to be the bearer of bad news but those hand dryers in public restrooms are extremely disgusting there have been actual hold on he said there have been actual studies done on those hand dryers to see if they have spread bacteria and spoiler alert they're going to spread more bacteria compared to just using towels and then another person commented and said, I never use them. I'd rather wipe my hand on my shirt. Well, another said, that's why I never use them. But then someone disagreed and was like, this video is wrong. Those studies are also showed that filtered dryers like the Dyson are much cleaner than unfiltered dryers. So basically, uh, the internet is like, you know, everywhere. It's full of assholes and opinions everyone's uh-huh. like an opinion there's assholes i don't know uh, every an opinion is like an asshole everyone has one ah i'll get there yeah that's great yeah another commentor again the scientific minds of our time like this is 
this is the the academic citation and journaling of our time is TikTok comments. The air that comes out is clean. Germs are spread are those already on the hand. So it makes no difference to the user. A fourth commented. That that's stupid. This is basically saying like it's just blowing around your germs. It's fine. Right, 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 right. I would argue though that I don't like to think about it, but we need bathroom germs. A little bit. You need a little bit of germs to build up an immunity. Yeah. So whatever. Like, you know, it. Uh, no one likes those hand dryers. Like nobody likes that option. But if it's the only option, you just fucking do it and you walk away. Because the paper towels are bad for the environment. Mm-hmm. And they're expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a catch-22. We, we got either wet hands, like peasants... <laughs> we got germs or we're killing the environment i feel like that doctor who's like this is disgusting he probably like doesn't leave his house or like you know is like just one of those co- i i'm the person i'm picturing in my head is the doctor in the human centipede mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> if you haven't seen that don't yeah I'm, I'm not going to. You haven't seen The Human Centipede? No, I, I get the gist of it. Okay, well, for the listeners, <laughs> just kidding, I don't have to talk about The Human Centipede. Google it, but don't Google it. And let me just tell you, some crazy uh, doctor in a horror movie uh, decides to kidnap three people and one is in the front and then the other one, her mouth is like sutured to the butthole of the first one and then there's another person sutured to the butthole of that middle one creating a human centipede and then there's a second one that's all in black and white because it had to be for legal reasons <laughs> um where someone the the plot of that movie is that some crazy person watched the human centipede felt inspired and then made a six person human centipede but then felt in over his head because he wasn't a doctor Anyways, I could go on. Um, how did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I black out and I come to and I'm talking about the human centipede. This is not the first time this has happened to me. It's drama response. It's just a tra- <laughs> We've been two years, three years in a pandemic. Help. 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 <laughs> On to our next story. <laughs> I I can't help you. I just have to transition. So it's for the best. Leave me behind. <laughs> I'm sorry. For the good of everyone else, I've got to cut your law lo- your your raft away from the rest. <laughs> Do you know the creator of the human centipede? So the only reason he made the first movie is so he could make the second. <laughs> he said that. He's like, I have a vision, but I have to get there. (laughs) It's just a long game. And you're like, who produced this? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) The next story (laughs) from (laughs) Bangor Daily News. Oh, another story about chickens. I like Uh this one. I think these chickens are on their way to get revenge for the kin from last week's dumpster fire of the week. (laughs) Okay, so cartoon character Jessica Jackson 
um, who is a animal control person, found herself in a cartoon-like situation. I'm editorializing. That's not what this article says. So she's she's seen a lot in her two decades as an animal control officer. But chickens riding shotgun in her cruiser? This was a first. There was six uh, six chickens that were crossing the road but why did a chicken cross the road i don't don't know to to be the subject of our story oh okay okay i almost went back to the human centipede i'm glad you (laughs) i'm glad you got me out so like there was cars and shit being like ah don't hit the chickens which is nice you know yeah it's very nice but it was creating a, a traffic hazard essentially so she went to go and get the chickens as any cartoon character does. I, I don't know why this just feels like an episode of Looney Tunes. And she puts out like um, dog food to get them to come in her car. When she when she tried to catch them, she couldn't do it. God damn it. That's our tax dollars at work is watching someone try to catch chickens on the side of the road. I mean, honestly, like I'd rather do that than yeah. <laughs> yeah so she she tried to get uh you know dog kennels into to get them into carriers and her capture net is broken because it had been chewed by a rat i could not so she couldn't use that to capture them. this is why she's a cartoon character like oh i don't have enough kennels for all these chickens oh and then that got chewed by a rat last week Ooh, what am i gonna do <laughs> so she she opened the rear door of her cruiser and tossing the dog kibble in to bribe the chickens. She figured they could ride securely in the back seat since the car is outfitted with an aluminum canine holding area and partitioned off from the front seat by a sliding door. But oopsie poopsie, she forgot to close that little sliding door. So the kibble was working and they went in and then they fucking went through the door into the front of the car. And immediately jumped into the, yeah, oh, sorry. Uh, and the chickens were on the steering wheel, on her computer, on the dashboard. And she tried to shoo them into the back seat, but all that did was agitate the birds and they started to do what chickens do. Poop. So, so she said, okay, fuck it. Got in the car and drove with them in shotgun and she took them to Dunkin' Donuts and... There was one sitting in the passenger seat, one on the computer, and then another that just sat on her shoulder, like just a cartoon pirate. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like this sounds so goofy. Just the Duncan employees, just like this, isn't even the weirdest thing I've seen today. (laughs) I know. This is Dunkin' Donuts, ma'am. You're going to have to try harder than this to impress me. Like, no one cares about your fucking chickens. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Someone really cared in our next story. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, according to courthousenews.com, woman sues over delivery of chocolate penis. This is hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only in a nation with the entrepreneurial spirit of the United States could think up of a white glove delivery service called Dick at Your Door. Dick at Your Door got sued in Ventura County, California by a woman who complained that she received a five-inch chocolate penis that she did not order. Yeah, she Uh, said I ordered a (laughs) nine-incher. 
it. Someone has already taken some bites off of this one. <laughs> we have fun here. <laughs> Plaintiff Linda Park says the offensive chocolate phallus was delivered to her house in Ventura County this past June without explanation. And what she followed up with the owners of Dick at the Door, her attempts to verify the identity of the person who made the delivery was rebuffed. Hey, you know, that they respect privacy at Dick at Your Door. And if I'm not mistaken, these are, it's, you basically get a chocolate penis in a box that says, eat a dick. Like, it's like something you send to someone that you don't like, but is overall like harmless, right? Yes, 100%. Well, so she just really can't take a fucking joke, which is probably why she got an eat a dick box in the first place. A hundred percent. I, I'm not going to call her a Karen, but I'm going to say she's taken Karenable actions in the past. I mean, she better be careful. She's getting in the newspaper and stuff. People are going to start sending her glitter envelopes and like all these other things that people do to kind of just like fuck up someone's day. That's so funny. Um, like it's a chocolate dick. Just throw it away or eat it and get over it. And like, think to yourself, who have I upset that would send me this? Yeah. So there, there is a company uh, that will send chocolate facsimiles uh, of penises in a box with the phrase eat a dick embossed on the underside of the top box. Fun options include a box that on the outside looks like a COVID-19 at-home vaccine kit but actually contains a more modestly sized chocolate phallus. (laughs) Hey, you know, it wouldn't exist if there wasn't a market for it. Park said that the damages seek impunitive damages on a single claim of intentional infliction of emotional distress. (laughs) Besides dick at your door, the name defendants include parent company Rain Parade LLC owners Adam Haschel and Brian Prince. She says in her complaint... The actions of defendants were outrageous, intentional, and malicious. Dude, they don't want to tell you who sent you a chocolate dick. Like, move on with your fucking life. You're paying for a lawyer over this? Yeah. She's mad because it was melted when it got to her. And she's like, I need to know. (laughs) You deliver me a dick in this heat. (laughs) I mean, this is great for this company. Uh, this is just advertisement. Wow. Yeah. Someone's just a little too sensitive. Speaking of uh, tiny dicks. <laughs> Ooh. Our next story is view from the viewing or view from the wing.com about Senator Ted Cruz. Boo. He missed his United Airlines flight and the police had to be called. There he was in Bozeman, Montana. Why he was in Montana, I don't know. Probably to fucking do weird shit with billionaires who have houses in Montana. But, you know, that's just speculation. And he was having a hard time rebooking his flight that he had already missed to get back to Texas. Mm -hmm. I think he was going back to D.C. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, right. For the uh, confirmation hearings of the new Supreme Court justice to be an absolute prick to her. Oh, my God. He was such a fucking clown in those. We won't have to talk about it, but no, no, no. But he was like, listen, I have clownery to do. I have absolute 
small dick shit to do on a national stage. And if you don't know who I am, I can't do that. That's what's what I love about this story is that so he was basically like getting belligerent being like, don't you know who I am? Like, I need to speak. And he asked to speak to the manager, like, of course. And like the police had to come to like, be like, yo, relax, dude. But I just love that the ticketing person didn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah. He was like, I don't know. You're a belligerent airline passenger. Like, I, I don't know. Like, uh, honestly, I feel like if the air, if the, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, there's a, a clip of Ted Cruz saying that every week when I fly back and forth to Texas, stewardess and pilots hug me for the work that I do. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. No one's hugging you. I, I really think that if this person, this ticketing agent would have said, I'm so sorry, Mr. Senator, I'm having a hard time booking you a new flight because of spring break. Then honestly, Ted Cruz may have been like, all right, that's fine. But because he didn't like, I think that that was his biggest problem. It wasn't that he missed his flight. It was that this person didn't know who he was. Yeah. Yeah. Why else would he do the things that he does if not to be famous? Like he's a despicable human being. It's a great way to be famous. I don't recommend it. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I just love that the, the public safety officer also didn't know he was dealing with Senator Cruz until after the fact. No one in Montana gives a flying fuck who you are, bro. People yeah. who know you who you are are people in Texas and I don't know. The I, liberals I that you upset in California. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know who Ted Cruz is and people of Texas know who you are, but like nobody else gives a shit. Yeah. Ugh, idiot fuck this guy yeah um, i just love it don't you know who i am you're a guy who missed check-in for your flight sir people hug me spontaneously it's like okay ew but okay it's like a consent sir you should not let that happen actually imagine going up and hugging ted cruz without without warning oh, no i can't be fucking dropped by some security guard oh it's all a crock of shit, Erica. I know. I know. Oh, I just, uh, one more thing about him. He was like, can I, can I say that I am Asian? What? He asked, Ted Cruz asked, can I be Asian to, to judge judge kbj during her confirmation hearings this week he said i'm a hispanic man could i decide i was an asian man what the fuck does this have to do with her going to the supreme court Ooh, i can't with him yeah he basically was like our identities that fluid i don't know what his bullshit was but he was like he's probably just trying to get her angry and say and mm -hmm. for her to come across as Mm -hmm. i don't know racially charged whatever uh-huh uh, and she was like i like beer <laughs> no she didn't say that that was oh <laughs> that fucking uh, anyway yeah anyway are you are you interested in uh getting into headlines oh i would love a headline thank you to the people who um took the poll on instagram yeah um, it's was 
was it unanimous that everyone likes headlines? It was unanimous or they shut up about it. So <laughs> hey, great. That's- we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> We've gotten some positive feedback about headlines, so we're gonna keep doing them. So yeah. If, maybe eventually we'll get pretty good at them. We're working on getting better. So yeah. Go first. I'm excited. Okay. Okay. From consequence.net. Brazilian singer Poca was hospitalized after holding in her farts around her new boyfriend. She will no longer be covering Disney's Let It Go in her concert. That's funny. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I have one with the same headline. Okay. A Brazilian pop singer was hospitalized due to holding in her farts for too long around her boyfriend. That same boyfriend was also later hospitalized for holding in his opinions about crypto. <laughs> That's pretty great. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay. Uh, our next news comes to us from BuzzFeedNews.com. Uh, this week, an LA mom and comedian did 15 minutes of stand-up in a crowded movie theater when a projector broke down. While many audience members booed and heckled, the good news is this chain of events broke the curse and freed Nicole Kidman from all AMC movie ads moving forward. <laughs> what? Uh, Wait, what does it mean? Is she in AMC ads? Oh my God, you haven't seen the AMC ads with Nicole Kidman? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Before, oh, before AMC ads play, Nicole Kidman has a 60 minute commercial. 60 minute? 60 second commercial. Oh my God. Uh, it's like three minutes or something. And it's, it's insane. And so she talks about like, we make movies better. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Uh, oh my God. It, it's, uh, let me find it because it's so good. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, uh, let me find it written out. People have handed out. Okay, here it is. Welcome to this place. From We come to this place for magic. We come to the AMC theaters to laugh, to cry, to care. Because we need that. All of us. We get that indescribable feeling we get when the lights begin to dim. And we go somewhere we've never been before. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn together. Dazzling images on a huge silver screen. Sound that I can feel. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Our heroes feel like the best parts of us and our stories perfect and powerful because here they are. AMC theaters. We make movies better. Wow. People have like printed these out and handed them out to <laughs> entire movie theater so they can recite them together you're kidding oh it plays before every amc movie i'm finding articles about it and it seems like everyone loves it but i'm like are they are they being paid to love it It, it's like it's like at first you were like what the hell and then you kind of like yeah get him nicole it's like just like, okay, I'm, so then that's funny. Okay, so she bra- okay. Well, I mean, it was I have an anyways. alternative. Okay, uh, give me the give me the, other the alternative. So okay, same. Uh, this week, an LA mom and comedian did 15 minutes of stand up in a crowded movie theater when the projector broke down. Many audience members booed and heckled. In unrelated news, I've been fired as a talent booker from the AMC Burbank 16. <laughs> oh man! Fun fact. 
Mm-hmm. My first job ever, that AMC Burbank 16. The uh, one from this story. Wow. Yep. When I was 16 years old. Wow. And I watched that video, like the videos of her doing this weird stand up and fuck the secondhand embarrassment I was feeling. Here's the thing. It is not embarrassing to try stuff. It is not okay to hold an audience captive against their will when they were not given consent for the thing that you were subjecting them to, though. Like, they came to see a movie? They did not come to your stand-up or one-woman show. Because here's the thing. If she was down the street at Flappers doing an open mic, absolutely. Absolutely. Go for it. Run the light. uh... Do 15 minutes. The, the thought process of, oh, the projector's not working. Well, these people deserve a show. I, I read an, an interview and basically her eight-year-old daughter dared her to go up. She is a psychic. I know. Oh my God. She said that at the end. By the way, I'm here on TikTok and I'm also psychic medium. She's a psychic medium. She was the recent winner of Celebrity Dating Game. And she called her poor, her performance a victory of misogyny. <sighs> I love it, man. We learned a lot just from that headline. Oh, oh, anyway, all right. What's your what's your story? Okay, the New York City Mayor Eric Adams is facing backlash after his decision to exempt athletes and performers from vaccine mandates, despite so many people in other jobs and unions across the city being fired when they refused to get vaccinated. In a statement, he said, bing bong, fuck the poor. (laughs) (laughs) Just for you. Thank you. I haven't heard bing bong in like three weeks. So that makes me so sad. Now I'm so happy. Good. (laughs) I was saying it a bunch. Like after I wrote the joke, I was like, bing bong. That's great. (laughs) All right. Uh, From boldy.com. A nine-year-old boy rats out mom for drunk driving after she claims she's sober. He said, mom, you can't lie to the police. The mom said to the police officer, it's fine. He's nine. I'm not breastfeeding him anymore. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> like I can, I can drink and drive because I'm not breastfeeding. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. No, yeah. I'm allowed to drink. He's not getting breastfeeding. He's not getting the the milk is clean. Yeah. <laughs> An Oakland man proposed to his fiance over a bowl of stamped corsetti pasta that said, "Laura, will you marry me?" I knew we could pull it off, says the rat he keeps hidden in his hat. <laughs> that's a ratatouille joke. That's a ratatouille joke. That's cute. Okay, that's all I got. That's all I got. Oh, goodness. That's I fun. love them. Love it, love it, love it. All right. Well, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Well, it's time. For the dumpster fire of the week. Oh my god. Mari is ending after 31 seasons in fall of 2022. Mari Povich confirms his retirement. But what am I supposed to watch while I'm waiting in Planned Parenthood? (laughs) 
Oh no. That so, shit is always on in a Planned Parenthood. Am I wrong? It's true. No fucking Wi-Fi in a Planned Parenthood, but Maury is always on. So he is an 83-year-old man. I couldn't believe that. I had no idea he was that old. Me either. I thought he was like 70, maybe, but 83. Wow. Yeah. He could be president. <laughs> yeah, he said, even though I told him I was ready for assisted living out of loyalty to the NBC Universal and more than my hundred staff and crew members. I agreed for one more deal. I want to know who his doctor is. Yeah, because he looks good for that age. Like he looks old. Maury's always kind of looked old, you know? Yeah, he has an old face. Yeah, He doesn't look 83, I'll tell you what. He will be the longest running daytime talk show host in the history of broadcast television. Yeah. Maury's a television icon, a pop culture legend, and we couldn't be more proud to have been part of his incredible career. I thought we could go down a rabbit hole of some of our favorite things that actually happened on Mari. Okay. I love that idea. I so mean, he's that, a trash icon. It, it, like uh, in home economics in junior high and high school, sometimes when we would finish our assignments early, we would play Mari and Jerry Springer. We, and we would like me, me and my, my girl classmates, we would do episodes of these shows and, and like make up our own storylines and, and shows. And, um, our teacher did not understand us and we had the most fun, but we would <laughs> do our own Maury and Jerry Springer shows. And, uh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So there, there, we've got a couple of articles that uh, have listed out some of the best Mari moments. But uh, one of my favorites is in 2008, the Mari show released an episode that featured an 18 year old by the name of Mariah. She was sharing her phobia of pickles and said that it made a negative impact on her day to day life. And of course, Mari brought out a jar of pickles to help her. Of course. Conquer her fear. I mean, there's uh, really the most iconic stuff, I think, was just the most reactions of when people weren't the father. Because he really did a lot of paternity tests. A lot of paternity tests. Yes. Yes. He was 23 and me before 23 and me. <laughs> Truly, though, like... <laughs> There's also a question that got posted, you know, like, because they, they would always post a question for upcoming episodes so that you could call in if you wanted to be on. So there's one that says, do you believe the man you love is overfeeding you in order to make you fat and control you? <laughs> it is so specific. And yet they never didn't make the episodes. So <laughs> what one story, uh, Vena is a woman that had relations with our ex-boyfriend and then became pregnant with fraternal twins. She went in for DNA results and it was revealed that Chad was the father of only one of her, the twins and the ex-boyfriend was the father of the other. This is a rare event called super fecundation, which when there can be two different biological fathers. Oh, what is going on with twins? I love it. I love it. Were you a geek in high school, but now you're sexier than ever? Yeah. <laughs> Erica 
said she found a tooth in her house that Michael can't explain. She found a tooth in her bed and she wasn't missing any fresh teeth. <laughs> when people yell at the TV screen <laughs> that's like showing the person that they're mad at backstage. Fun. It just, it was fun. You know, 11 year olds claiming their mother should dress her age. Phobias of chicken and then they bring out somebody in a giant chicken suit. I mean, it was kind of fucked up. Yeah, it wasn't the best. They didn't get in fights as often as they did on Jerry Springer. On Jerry Springer, yeah. yeah. I don't think that that was totally like his bag so much. It's close, but well, uh, you know what? Good for him. Off he goes to play golf and do whatever he needs to do as an 83-year-old man. Run for president. Mari for president. Mari for president. Mari, Mari. He's got the the name recognition. It's true. <laughs> president Povich. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> it doesn't sound too too bad. President Povich, I'm worried that my sister's having sex with somebody for a double cheeseburger. I've got a plan for that. As my as president, I can promise that everyone who is in fact the father will be the father. <laughs> what are you uh, what are you hoarding? Can I tell you what happened really fast? I just had to stop to stretch and I know you asked me what I'm hoarding, but mm-hmm. I took my fucking jacket off yesterday in the car and my whole left shoulder just like became pain. I, I sneezed so hard. My right arm like went almost like numb this week. And I was like, did I just give myself like a, am I having a heart attack? I sneezed so hard. Like I was like, I was scared. I was genuinely scared. What the fuck is happening to us? I I, (laughs) pulling my fucking shoulder out because I took my jacket off in a car. What is wrong with my brittle bones? Yeah. I, I like the minute, like they give us, you know, stem cells to make us younger, the ability to live to a thousand. I'm like, inject that shit in my veins. Like, I don't want to sneeze to where I get, I like pull a muscle in my arm. Talk to Peyton Manning. He's had the stem cells. He uh, went yeah. to another country for it. Anyways, he won a Super Bowl after that. I'm hoarding minor league hockey game. Hell yeah. We went um, to go see the San Diego Gulls, which is the minor league team for the Anaheim Ducks. And it, I mean, I've gone a couple times um, and it's just so fucking fun. Like they get in tons more fights because they are in minor league hockey and they don't, don't, they don't care yeah as much it's like it was like two dollar bud light night which is awesome i don't even really crave to drink bud light but when the uh prices for the regular drinks are more expensive than the tickets themselves because of the sports arena being um owned by some giant fucking ticketing conglomerate mm-hmm. you know you want to take advantage of two dollar bud lights but they, it was just fun like hockey games in general are fun but minor league hockey games are just it was like chaos that sounds awesome <laughs> yeah so we're going to another one <laughs> in uh two weeks um and uh like they had all the mascots on like a bunch of mascots from all different types of like smaller san diego teams 
like dancing to EDM at one point and like just kids were going fucking crazy dancing to EDM and and strobes are going off in this arena I'm like what the fuck is happening right now and then they played musical chairs in between one of the quarters on the ice with like those inflatable chairs and like so goofy it was so fucking fun so if you have a minor league hockey team like in your area and like access to go to one of these games they're dirt cheap and there's so much fun. I highly, highly, highly recommend going and watching minor league hockey. I feel like I, I missed my calling as a marketing person for a minor league sports league. Like the, oh, sure. the, the, the unconventional thing where they're like, it's $2 hot dog night. And also our mascots are going to get into a knife fight in the middle of the field during the seventh inning stretch. <laughs> like the things they do to market minor league sports are amazing. Like the create, like, yeah, it's great. Coca-Cola, like, fuck you. The things that go into marketing minor league sports are some of the best marketing on the planet. (laughs) So fun. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) What are you hoarding? I'm hoarding making the cut and it's a design challenge show on Amazon prime with Mm. Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn. And they're back together again. And it's, uh, you know, it's not like a sewing challenge. Like, you know, some of the the design challenges where it's like, you have to make all the garments. Like they actually, uh, this is like a pure design challenge where they actually bring in seamstresses for them to help with the, the completion of garments and things like that. And they have to put on, you know, looks and fashion shows and things like that. But the prize is like a million dollars. Like it's, it's a Jesus. It's a huge prize. And they actually sell the winning every episode, like the winning look goes right into a store on Amazon. So you're able to cool. buy. Yeah. You can actually buy something from that look in the Amazon store, like instantly. But what's cool about it also is that you either make the cut or you don't make the cut and it is not like one person goes home per episode like if they're like "Mm, three of you really sucked this week it's like a bloodbath like they can be like i'm sorry my dear you did not make the cut and like they can eliminate you it's it's like kind of like oh shit like there's no there's no full rules you know I love that. I love a competition reality show. I'm going to watch the shit out of that. Yeah, it's it's fun. And they have like, you know, fun fashion guest stars. And like the second season they did in like a COVID bubble where they're all like in a house in Malibu living together. The first season they like are in New York and then they fly them to Paris. And there's a guy from like Belgium that's like, I could have just taken the, the train from Belgium to Paris. And but they had to fly me to New York. To fly me to Paris? Like, what the f- <laughs> Just What a quick complaining. And I was like, bitch, you didn't pay for it. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, it's not like it came out of your pocket, but it's just, it was funny. Him to like, I could have just taken the train to Paris, you know. <laughs> but it, it's really cool to watch them. I just love construction of garments. I've always loved Project Runway and it's fun to see Heidi and Tim together again. I love their dynamic and I think Tim Gunn is one of the best reality competition guides and judges. He truly cares about the competitors and has such a keen 
sense of fashion, but also he knows how to give notes. And he's like, you know, I want you to edit. I want you to do this. I want you to elevate. And like, he just has like the, the ability to, you know, push you in such a way, but it's because he cares. I, th- I think he's one of the best. I, I truly think he's one of the best. I love him. Anyway. Why don't you just fucking marry him then? No, I don't fucking fly to New York. Find out where Tim Gunn lives. Ask him if he'll, you know, marry me. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll live happily ever after in our little arrangement. <laughs> but I, I do. I think he's one of the best competition reality house judges. Like, I, I think he's brilliant. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. what are you throwing away i'm throwing away sleep number beds oh yeah what's your number i don't know like 70 i guess i i slept on one recently and that shit fucking sucks that's like it's basically just a fucking overpriced mattress or overpriced air mattress with like a stupid remote and like it it deflates and it, you have to do it every time you get in the bed. You have to adjust the sleep number again. And if you want to go and cuddle up next to your loved one, good luck because if their shit's different than yours, <laughs> then you're, you're going to fall into the center. And also, even if they have the same sleep number as you, you know, unless you weigh the exact amount that your partner does, their weight distribution over an air mattress is just not going to work like that. suck and then we we were on this sleep mattress or sleep number bed and we're just trying to fucking live our life and so i the tip i guess is to get it all the way down to zero and then work your way up or something like that or i might have been doing it the other way around doesn't matter so then when i finally get to a place where i'm like this is fucking fine livable i'm gonna drink myself to sleep but i'm you know i can fall asleep on this then the battery on the remote died so we had to find another battery and the battery in the back of it is like the same one that's in a smoke detector it doesn't even have double a batteries in this remote erica (laughs) it's the stupidest fucking thing it is i don't know how much they are but i know they're expensive yeah like why are these have been around for years how has nobody come out and said that's an air mattress uh, the gentleman sleeping in a sleeping bag in his cubicle with like a word. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> it just like, what a stupid fucking dumb yeah. shit. Like, and it's loud when you put it, when you have to get to your sleep number and it has to go up or inflate, it's like, like, it's fucking stupid. Fucking furious over it. It made me so mad. I get whatever. What are you throwing out? I'm throwing out a little Netflix three-piece documentary called Bad Vegan. (gasps) Wait, I no, my therapist recommended this to me. Is it bad? It's no, it's you need to watch it. You 100 percent need to watch it. (laughs) But there is it is facts are somewhat loosey goosey. Uh, and it, it it's great like you should watch it in the sense of I, I'm not trying to I don't want to spoil anything I, I remember when this person like when the story popped and and I heard like oh this this person was arrested and then this went away and it's like okay but you know it's 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 uh 
a documentary about a chef essentially that you know rose to fame for raw food in New York and her emotional and financial downfall through a relationship uh-huh. but it's it's like narrated by her like it's like interviews with her and like oh, other people in her life right that's where the facts can get loosey-goosey and it's like the it's like you 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 get angry but then and then you kind of are like are the document like are the documentarians allowing this to happen because they're bad documentarians or are they allowing this to happen so that you can be like oh this bitch is an unreliable narrator and this was the point you know it's like kind of like you don't know if they're just bad at making documentaries or if they are brilliant brilliant interesting so you're throwing it out because you don't happen to use your head i just think i don't mean that in a rude way Mm -hmm. i know Mm -hmm. it came out that way Mm -hmm. (laughs) having done a lot of outside research Uh i i just think that there are better documentaries about scams and 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 was this a scam and uh, yeah I, i just think there are better documentaries okay oh yeah my therapist specifically said, because I brought up the Tinder swindler in therapy, and mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I'm watching Bad Vegan. I'd be interested to know what you thought about it. Watch it, and then we can talk about it. Okay. This is a call to action for all of our listeners. Watch Bad Vegan so that we can talk about it next week and not spoil anything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Send in an email. Let us know what you thought about it. Let us know. Yeah. Because I'd love to know what you think about Sarma. And yeah. Because I got... I got wrong feelings and i put them into a a slack post to a colleague and then i was like i hope i didn't alienate that colleague they didn't ask for it (laughs) no he's like you know i don't know if i how i feel about this and i was like well here's my my reddit post like a wall of text about how i feel and then i was like i don't know if that was the move (laughs) i've had covid you have to forgive me yeah, I haven't been around a lot of people lately, so I've turned to the <laughs> internet. Uh, and where can the people find you? Still not on Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. Hold your applause. You can find me on the Nooner podcast. And also, I'm doing this thing. It's ending April 18th. It's called Braille Across America. I'm walking. I need to walk at least 26 miles between like now and the 18th. Okay. But if you if you have any interest in contributing a donation, the money goes to a charity that makes braille makes books that already exist into braille for blind children because it costs three times the amount to make a braille book than it does a normal book. So I'm doing a charity thing basically. And you know, whatever. Like if you want to sponsor me and so that your money goes to charity. I'd really appreciate it because this is something I feel passionate about. My father was blind and, you know, did a lot of work for children who are blind. And so, you know, when opportunities like this come across my desk where I can do something similar, I want to do it. So yeah. anyways, I'll, uh, we'll get the link out there so you can see where to donate if you want to. That's yeah. It. We'll post the link on our socials. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Where do they find you, Erica? At Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram. And you can find me at the Pack Theater on April 2nd at 10 p.m. for Jack Wrestling Comedy, a live wrestling variety show. And you can buy those tickets at www.onthestage.com. 
tickets slash show slash the pack theater slash jack wrestling comedy go to on the stage.com uh go to the pack theater website www.packtheater.com search jack wrestling comedy and the tickets will be there you can also follow us at we are jwc on instagram and all the links to the tickets will be there and it will be a damn good time and i'm really looking forward to it so yay yeah that's where you can find me and as always you can find the show at trashy trashy pod on instagram and on twitter and you can find us at our website www.trashytrashypodcast.com where you can tell us why you're trash you can email us at trashy trashy podcast at gmail.com and let us know why you're trash or send in a story and you can also Again, tell us if you like the headlines, don't like the headlines, send in your own headline and we'll read it and credit you on there. Yeah. Fuck yeah, we will. I do love you though. I love you so much. And I love our listeners. Thank you so much, baby trash cans. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Hey, Cass. Oh, we've got something special for you coming up this week. So keep your eyes out. Hey, stay tuned. Subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not subscribed to this podcast, now would be the time to do it because we've got something special coming out. Hit the plus sign. Uh, hit the check box. Yeah. It, or the subscribe button. I don't know what it looks like. Anyways, that's all. Smash that subscribe button. Tell a friend. Yes. <laughs> hey, gas. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, hey.